Today on West Coast Italian Radio, our show is dedicated to those crazy Italians, antics that could only happen in Italy. Plus, counting down the Valentine's Day with Montalcinos. All this and more coming right up on the Italian Radio Show. Hey folks, this is Tony Lestella. Welcome to the West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. I'm your host, along with my beautiful Italian co-host, none other than the one and only Marzia Caputo. Buongiorno, buongiorno. Ciao a tutti. Ciao, Tony. Hey, Marzia, how you doing? Good, good, good. Miss you to see you in the studio. I know, I know. We've been doing, you know, doing all these broadcasts from our home studio this year right. uh, for the obvious reasons. But uh, it'll be nice to get back in the studio. Hopefully that will happen not to, in, in, in the very near future, not, not too much longer. Folks, you are listening to us on KKNW 1150 AM, live here throughout the Puget Sound area. Or you may be listening to us on our stream. We stream worldwide. If you go to our website, which is WCIR.biz, just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. There's a little link there at the top of the page. You can click that button, and there you go. As soon as you click it, uh, you can have the option of either streaming our show if you're uh, picking up, uh, us up live, or... You can hear our show 24-7, not only this week's show, but any of our past episodes by um, going to our archive page, which is also available there, and uh, clicking on the button. Today's show, of course, will go up in the archives just as soon as we are done with it. So um, you can share it all week long with your friends and family. We have a lot of great shows in our archives, um, shows going back yeah, for just all, almost six years. In fact, our six-year anniversary is coming up very, very soon. Uh, right. You know that, March. Our six-year anniversary will be the first part of March, and that should right. be uh, quite a bit of fun. Um, you know, we'll do something special. Maybe we'll get Mr. Madrid to come back and uh, have a big party, you know? Yeah, to have a blast. A blast well, folks, if you want to call in and be a part of today's show, 425-373-5527 is our call-in number, 425 425- Three seven three five five two seven, and of course you'll probably get Eric, our engineer, who is going to be answering the phone. He's on our board here today, keeping everything together. Uh, he'll put you through to us. Meanwhile, Marcy, you know what? Yes. We got yes. Valentine's Day coming up uh, here in about uh, two weeks, right? Um, and so you know, this show is going to be kind of a one of our pre-Valentine shows. We'll do this week and next week, but today's theme. Uh, apart from our getting into some Valentines, we got a great guest, uh, Rick at Montalcino's Restaurant. And why I chose that, not only because of the fact that uh, I'm, I'm intimately familiar with it from singing there, but also the fact that it, it has been uh, rated nationally over the last 10 years repeatedly as one of the top 100 romantic restaurants in the United States. So a great place for Valentine's Day. And we wanted to let people know about this and some of the specials because, um, you know, the, 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 the reservations are going very, very quickly. That way people can hopefully get the, get the reservations in early this year. They're going to be doing it actually for like four days since Valentine's is on a Sunday. They're going to do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from the 11th to the 14th. So it's going to be a great deal of fun. But the other theme of this show today, Marcia, I was thinking about this and uh-huh. it's time we did something about the crazy Italians, what do you think? Oh boy, more the crazy, crazy Italians. Yes. 
And I'm also okay. including Italian-Americans, because God knows <laughs> our entire ethnic race is crazy. I think it's a prerequisite. If you're going to be Italian or Italian-American, you have to have a little bit of craziness, you know, in your, it's in your, blood. In your history. That's right. It's in your blood, in your hair. Yeah. And so on those, <laughs> on, on those sentiments, I think we should move right into our new stories here, okay? Uh, un pezzo di Italia in the Northwest, a little bit of a, a, a little piece of Italy in the Northwest. Um, this is a good one here. I got to tell, tell you, uh, Marzia, did you did you read this one? I did. I did. It says it's there's really a stolen 500-year-old painting uh-huh. that was found in Naples in a cupboard. Okay, This is from the BBC, January 10th, so just a few days ago. Okay. Uh, it says a 500-year-old painting has been discovered in a Naples apartment, returned to the museum where it had, where the people were not even aware that it had been stolen. Oh, okay, they <laughs> didn't know it sto- was stolen, okay? A copy of the painting Salvatore Mundi, of uh-huh. which the original was painted by Le- Leonardo da Vinci. The copy that was stolen was apparently taken, uh, it was painted by one of da Vinci's students, still very, very valuable. Uh, and the, the police basically found this um, painting uh, here in, uh, in on a Saturday here in January in a cupboard in a Naples apartment, okay? Right. It's better here. Uh, the 36-year-old owner of the apartment was arrested on suspicion of receiving stolen, go- uh, stolen goods. This is funny. The, the, the painting was found. Get this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this part. The painting yes. was found due to the brilliant police uh, work of uh, their being able to do a ver- very, you know, intricate operation. Yeah, you think, listen, the guy was out on the corner selling tickets to the public to come in and see the painting. What brilliant police deductions you got? I mean, you got to figure, you know, some there, right? Uh-huh. The uh-huh. art usually sits at the Dolma Museum in San Domenico Maggiore Church in, um, uh-huh. in Naples. Right. And because the church has been closed, the, 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 the museum and the church where the painting is kept has been closed for several months due to the, to the uh, coronavirus. No one knew the painting was gone. Right. Again, from, <laughs> from the Naples police, they say they assumed it was a professional, uh, job commissioned by organized crime for the international art trade. Okay, come on. No one went to work. That's what happened there. Forget about it. Here's the real story. The BBC investigative reporter discovered the museum's night janitor is the brother-in-law of the guy whose apartment they followed the painting in, okay? Oh, look at that. Views on the street for $20 a peak, okay? So given we are dealing with the Naples police, it'll likely take them some time to connect the dots, you know? Right. (laughs) Anyway, the original uh, Salvatore Munti is valued at $450 million. That's the original stolen copy, uh, which was painted again by Da Vinci's student, is to, estimated to be worth several million dollars. Yeah, so, because uh, it was made in that era. It was right. So, so it, I don't know what's more funny it. about the story, the way that it was stolen or the fact the police, you know, can't connect the dots. The janitor, janitor and the brother-in-law right. in the pain. I mean, come on, you know. Only now, from Naples. Even if the people say, but it's not security, go check the museum, they have an answer. You know why? They're going to say, we are locked down. We cannot do anything. We are locked down. We cannot go. So. <laughs> well, here's another one that's been oh. going on a lot in Naples. This comes from the local, which is okay. an Italian newspaper. It came out January 2nd, 2021. Mm-hmm. 
I guess there's huge national protests now in Italy over the new smoking laws. Okay. Okay. So here you have a country that's obsessed with good looks and health. Okay. And it has okay. one of the world's top medical organizations. However, despite all of that, Italians refuse to give up their love of tobacco, which can be traced back for centuries. And the new smoking laws have really, really, uh, you know, irked the people from northern to southern Italy. There's been protests, especially in the major cities. And it's it, despite the fact with all the COVID deaths, you know, we've had, you, you heard about from Italy, that news is dwarfed by the fact that 83,000 people a year die of smoking in Italy. Okay. And yet Italians refuse to give up their cigarettes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, here is an example of, of the new laws that were set. Okay. There is a $300 fine if you toss a cigarette butt either outside or on the floor. There's a $650 fine if they find you smoking in your car, even if you're parked. Okay. There's a $500 fine if you're smoking outside a one block radius from a hospital. Okay. Of course, there's no smoking uh, in sight, restaurants or bars. That one really ticks off the Italians who love to smoke while they're eating and drinking. Yeah. 65% of cigarette packs have to be covered with health warnings, okay? So think about that. Practically, your entire cigarette pack, you know, has to have a health warnings on it, okay? Okay. Um, Short packs, that means when you you try to buy cigarettes, 10 cigarettes or less in a pack are prohibitive because they're trying to stop light smokers from developing a heavier habit. Um, Kids are no longer allowed to buy cigarettes for their parents. There's an $8,000 fine for that. This is like where you send little Johnny or, excuse me, little Giovanni to the store to buy a pack of smokes for mom or dad can't do that anymore, okay? Okay, good to know. <laughs> I mean, that was a little kinky anyway, right? <laughs> uh, and cigarette ads are bad, but vaping ads and sales are okay, okay. right? And wow. And infuriated Italians are taking to the streets in like Milan, Rome, Naples, protesting the new laws, demanding the freedom to smoke when and where they please, you know? So you're telling me they can never smoke anywhere. That's what they're talking about they here. So you're going to end up places. with all the smoker in the house. To, you're going to see, like, open a window, you're going to see the smoke coming yeah, out. I exactly, can see that exactly. in the balcony. <laughs> well, oh, and, you boy. know, I mean, I know that there, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of people mm-hmm. die from a cigarette smoking, and I'm not, you know, certainly uh, making uh, any fun of that, but just the fact that, I mean, you know, for those of us who have been to Italy, everybody smokes. Everywhere you look, yes. people smoke. And they smoke in the restaurants. I've seen guys eating their spaghetti, and they have a yeah. cigarette in the other hand, right? I mean, it's so, disgusting. I, mean, so really while I personally don't find it to be very, uh, very attractive, still at all, you got to say, the, 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 the Italians are getting really irked about these laws. All right, folks, don't go away. We're going to be right back after this short word of our sponsors with the first ever... Italian Darwin Awards, right here on West Coast Italian Radio. A salute. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. We're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what 
my friend Frank Acerno said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Acerno Sausage. Visit Acerno.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Titosvodka.com. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. All right, folks, so we are back with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. This is your host, Tony Lestella, with my wonderful co-host, Marcia Caputo from Italy. Marcia, I'm very, very excited about this next thing. You know, this is the first I time know. we've ever done this. Uh, now, we've all heard about the Darwin Awards, okay? Right. This has been going on for uh, several decades in our country. I, I think it was back maybe as far as 30, 40 years uh, named after Charles Darwin, who invented the theory of evolution, the Darwin Awards pay an annual tribute to individuals whose IQs and or common sense are so poor that they protect our gene pool by making the ultimate sacrifice of their own lives, or at the very least become sterilized, so that their actions cannot produce offspring, thus thankfully removing their DNA from the ongoing procreation process of the human race. In other words, wow. these guys do such dumb things. And these are all true stories. They do such dumb things. Thankfully, they kill themselves where they become sterilized and they can no longer produce offspring. So the rest of us, we get them out of the DNA pool and hopefully don't have any more people like that in the future. So we thought it would be fun. I was, I was looking at this on the Internet. Uh-huh. And I was amazed. I was amazed at the number <laughs> of Italians and Italian-Americans uh -huh. That were like in the Darwin Awards, okay? Um, and yeah. I'm not making up this stuff. Again, these are all true stories, okay? So we yeah. thought as our contribution from West Coast Italian Radio, this is going to be our first annual Italian Darwin Awards, which we're going to then redo every January, okay? And we'll have people can even send in, if they want throughout the year, send us their uh, ideas. If there's some story, someone you know that should be, uh, a, a uh, you know, in the competition for an Italian Darwin Award. They can be Italian American, they can be Italian from Italy. But here are the winners of West Coast Italian Radio's first annual Italian Darwin Awards for 2020. Are you ready? Okay, go for All it. All right. So first we have our, our runner up number three. Okay, third place runner up. A man in Siena was found by his wife dead near the front door of his home after making his own corona mask to protect himself from the virus on his trip to the market. He had made the mask out of a plastic bag secured around his neck with a tight bungee cord. <gasps> Unfortunately, he forgot to make breathing holes in the bag, and he ran out of air as he exited the house, collapsing outside his front door. His wife discovered him 30 minutes later, long after he had suffocated to death. Definitely wow. a... Are, you know, has to be one of our top three right there, okay? I yeah, mean, that was really, you know, a, a serious death. I'm not kidding. That was really, you know, he thought about it a lot about this. Yeah, he see? thought about everything. He said, how are you going to breathe? How are you hey, going to breathe? Hey, 
He didn't die from coronavirus, all right? He no, did exactly. work. But I'll bet they put on his death certificate it was coronavirus related, see? <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. Moving on here. Two. Tell me. This is our runner-up number two, okay? Okay. An Italian near Udine uh-huh. was killed while trying to open a hand grenade with a chainsaw. What? He wanted to retrieve the explosives to make fireworks for the New Year's holiday. All right. Okay. I mean, this is unbelievable. Here's a guy, some Italian, he's in Udine, he's, you know, up northern Italy. Uh, that's like, like you know, um, I, I think I got family, unfortunately, from up there, which may, really has me concerned <laughs> when I read this story, right? Are you worried about it? I know, I know, there? you know. I'm not worried about my gene pool, you know. Here's oh, a guy boy. up there. He finds a hand grenade or buys it, whatever. I mean, we're talking about a real, like, loaded live hand grenade. And, you know, they, oh, geez, New Year's is coming up. Uh, I need fireworks. He cuts the hand grenade open with a chainsaw. But again, yeah. how he do that? A chainsaw is not tiny. It's big. How he holds it? I don't know. Maybe put it, like, in a vice or open. something. I tried to have a picture in my head. You would have had to have, like, the hand grenade in a device. He's trying to open it. I mean... I have a feeling that somebody else was there, but okay, I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. All right, now the next one, before we get to our number one winner for 2020, we had to give honorable mention to this next one. This is actually a group award, okay? Oh, wow. A group award, okay? Over 600 people in Italy wanted so badly to ride in a spaceship, they each paid $10,000 for the first tourist flight to Mars. According to the Italian police, they were told they were going to spend their next vacation on Mars amid the splendors of ruined temples and exotic deserts, ride a Martian camel from oasis to oasis, and enjoy the incredible Martian sunsets. Trips to the moon were also available. Authorities believe that the Italian con men running the scam made off with over $6 million dollars. So we had to include this. I mean, come on. I mean, that was just like, you know, we had to be right up there with one of our top honorable mentions for the Darwin Awards of 2020. Who, I mean, mean, 600 people, 600 people, you know. This is scary. It's really scary if you think about it because, come on, don't you know how Mars is? You know what I mean? He talked about what is it? Exotic desert. Did you, you know, they have the chain on now explain to you where is Mars, how is the plane? Exactly, I mean, exactly. Oh Unbelievable. Boy. All right. Uh-huh. But we have saved, folks, our very best for last. Okay. And our 2020 winner of the Italian Darwin Awards. Is... Uh, wasn't that one the winner? The before, the Mars? I was thinking it was that. <laughs> no, no, that was the honorable mention, the last one. This next one, this is our 2020 winner. Okay. Okay. In Potenza, Italy... A man was found naked and dead with an unidentified mass attached to his crotch. The coroner examined the man and determined that he had connected the heart of a cow to electric cables, then plugged the apparatus into a normal 220-volt electric outlet. Uh The man then tried to have sex with his new pumping creation and was instantaneously electrocuted to death. Thank God. Because we no. certainly don't want him procreating. Okay? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't get. I mean, it. I mean this yeah. is. I mean, this is absurd. You know, of course, you 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 feel badly for anybody who dies. You know, but the right. bottom line is, I mean, come on. Hey. The guy makes a he makes a sex toy out of a heart 
part of a cow. I think uh, we all blame it to lockdown. We all blame everything to that right now, okay? People losing their mind. Let's they are definitely here. losing their minds, but that one definitely had to be the winner. There was wow. undeniably, and there was many more stories that we went through. I think I found uh, at least a dozen stories from last oh, year within the, the the larger, you know, international Darwin Awards that were like specifically related to Italians, Italian Americans, but hey. those were the ones that I had to definitely give because uh, they were they, they were the the the, uh, the cream yes. of the crop, so to speak. Let's thank them because we need those people. It make us happy. Come on now. What can I tell you? What can I tell you, <laughs> Mamma Mia? All right, Mama folks. Mia. Remember, we're going to be doing this annually now. So uh, you know, we'll announce if you have a story throughout the year that you think should be a contestant for our uh, next. You know, Darwin Awards for the Italian Darwin Awards, you know, something for about Italian, Italian-American, has to be a true story, uh, you know, send it to us, uh, and then, you know, we'll uh, be putting it, them all together, we'll vote on them, and, of course, next January, next January, a year from now, 2022, will be our next Darwin Awards. Uh, there you go. What do you think? It's great. I think it's a wonderful idea. Why not? All right. <laughs> Let's do it. And now it's time for our Artist of the Week. Uh, and keeping again with our theme of this show, those crazy Italians, I came up with a good one for you folks. One of our favorites, I know certainly one of David Madrid, our founder's favorite, Lou Monti, great Italian-American singer, with his classic song, Talk About Crazy Italians, entitled, Shut Up By Your Face. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We gotta pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. 
And we are back with West Coast Italian Radio. And now it's time for my favorite segment of the show, you know, our food and beverage segment, which is brought to us by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka out of Austin, Texas. Tito's is such a great vodka for any gathering you have. I know we got the Super Bowl coming up in about a week. Trust me, folks, you're going to want to have Tito's because it just is a notch above all the rest. We want to thank them for their sponsorship of our show and especially for bringing us our food and beverage segment. And now I got with me my good friend, my partner in crime, <laughs> the owner of Matocino Ristorante Italiano in Isqua, Washington, where I sing none other than Rick Reagan. How you doing, Rick? Good, Tony. How are you doing today? It's a pleasure. I tell you what, you know, it's uh, it's been a crazy time for us, hasn't it? It indeed has. Indeed it has. Hey, Tony, before we start, you know, you were talking about Tito's Vodka, and I'll just say that, you know, Tito's is a great partnership at my little restaurant as well. As you know, I just do simple spirits, but Tito's is our vodka of choice. And not only is it my vodka of choice to have in the restaurant, but it's my uh, customers and guests' vodka of choice as well. So great product. We love having Tito's in our little restaurant. Absolutely. And you know what they say, which I find is not true with Tito's. I've heard so many people say in the past, well, Vodka is vodka. There's no difference in taste. But, you know, there is a distinct difference in Tito's. You can literally do a blind taste test with vodka, and you will know it's Tito's because it has a very distinct uh, flavor. And I don't know if that's because it's it's copper. You know, they they distill it in copper pots. Uh, It's made with corn. I'm not quite sure why it is, but I know it really has a distinct flavor. Don't you find that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that that uh, flavor profile has really grown in our community, and people have really embraced that vodka. It's a great vodka, great product. Love having it. Well, i tell you what we're going to do. At the end of uh, of, of our talk here about um, what's going on at Monalcino's these days, uh, we're going to do a Tito's giveaway that you can help me with, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, all right. So, you know, we have been, of course, um, I've been at Monalcino's for geez, I was – Trying to figure this out, scratching my head uh, last night. I think I've been, this is my 13th year yeah. in that little place, if you could believe you know, that. You and I were talking the other day. I think we calculated that out, 13 yeah. years. And man, gosh, oh, I'm man. coming up on the year, uh, beginning my third year of ownership of that little restaurant. That's right. For a couple months. Yeah. That's right. And again, you know, I got to tell people this story. I know we probably mentioned it before, but so, you know, I've been... <laughs> There forever. I started there, of course, with the Nardoni family, my longtime yeah. friends from uh, Naples who um, opened the restaurant. And, um, you know, they never said anything to me about selling it. Okay. So I'm sitting there, like you said, about three years ago. I forget it was, uh, was it, uh, when was it, February, April, May? When, when, when did you take over? It was, it was when you and I um, started, it was the very beginning of April. Okay, the beginning of April, that's right. So I'm sitting there, and I remember it was like, I think it was a Friday night or something, pretty busy. And, you know, I come in, I don't see Fernando or Sydney anywhere, but I figure, oh, maybe they're in the kitchen or something. <laughs> so I sit up, start playing my guitar, singing Italian songs, and I see this tall, skinny guy who's walking around, Talking to all my customers. I'm thinking to myself, who the hell is this? Who's this guy think he is? You know, some dude who wandered in from the street, you know, and, uh, you walk over and said, and I remember saying, who, who the heck are you? You know, and I cleaned that up, folks. And anyway, he says, uh, I'm the new owner. 
Never since then we've been friends, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was a great day, a great beginning for you and I. It was, a, you know, a, a, well, that turned out to be a great night, too. It turned out. It's, it's, it's been just a great endeavor. We've had a lot of fun there over the years doing, uh, you know, everything from uh, we've done some Frank Sinatra shows. We've done some holiday things there. Um, you know, uh, we just, and you, God knows you and I have played a lot of golf in between, you know, with our little golf team we put together there. Um, yep. but you know, let's talk about, I know this last year has been challenging. I mean, first of all, um, you know, it's been more challenging for you, obviously me and the fact that you got this restaurant that you have to keep going. You essentially just bought it. You're in your second year and boom. You get the COVID-19, it shuts down everything, so that the only thing that they allow you to do for the greater part of the year is takeout and delivery, you know? So, uh, I mean, it's amazing that you still survived all of this, where many restaurants have not. Well, Tony, I go back to our conversation when we sat down. We first started talking about, you know, what our strategies were going to be to get through this COVID, and, and that's where you, you had that little spark about Italian food delivered with a song. And I can remember when um, that whole uh, thought was nothing more than a thought that we had. Yeah, had we, a little we were just that. talking exactly. So, well, I can't sing here. Maybe I could just take the food out to be able to sing them. And what got me thinking about that, remember, was the uh, the stuff we saw in the news that all the Italians in Italy were they're all sequestered in their homes and they're singing to one another from their balconies. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I said, you know, and that's been a great yeah. way, Tony, because. With, uh, you know, my little restaurant basically shut down before we had the outdoor tent, which I'll go into in a little bit. The only source of uh, revenue that we had coming through there was the takeouts and the delivery. Uh, and, yeah. uh, you know, Tony, I want to thank you. For, for several months. Yeah, for several months. And you were able to bring the Multicino's experience to people's homes and uh, not only bring um, the Multicino's food, but the overall experience you and I create in that little restaurant every night. Um, and I think people really appreciate it. Tony, I can't tell you how many times I get phone calls or people come through and they tell me about the experience they had um, with uh, the Montecino's food and even more the experience you created by going and, and doing the Italian food delivered with a song at their house. It was, it's, it's been a great program, Tony. And um, and you know, like you and I were talking this morning, earlier this morning, it's something that's just going to be part of all cult- our culture moving forward. I um, think you know, so. I, time, I think yeah. even with with the uh, you know uh, re- regulations starting to lessen, uh, and and you know are being able to reopen again, I think it's it, it's something that it seems to have taken off because there are times, let's face it, when people want to put on big parties at their house or whatever, right. they want our food, but they got so many people, you know, and of course we're limited to the extent, you know, that they'll have us bring out, you know, large things of catering, whatever, and we can do the music, we can uh, really present it. One thing we try to do also on deliveries that I think is important, that you don't get like if you get, you know, your typical deliveries from these other services, is when we take the food out, when we present it there, even if it's just a regular delivery, I tell everybody, hey, this is how we make the food, this is this dish, this is this dish, you know, because I've been there long enough, I'm Italian, I could probably cook every recipe you got in the kitchen, so I can tell people this exactly, so they understand, they feel like they're really learning about the food there and what they're about to eat, you know, and I think that's important when you do deliveries. No, absolutely. You know? That's a great uh, a great little perk that we bring to that delivery service is the fact that you have intimate knowledge on the, on the food that you're presenting and serving. Oh, that's great. I love it. 
Now let's talk about some of the other things we've done. Yeah. We have this great dining tent. Now folks, before, you know, before Rick tells you about this, I want to emphasize this is not like a pop-up tent you got in your backyard that you use for like a summer barbecue. No, no, no. This is a real professional dining tent. I mean, put up by professional people. The thing is really down tight so you get some wind, rain, whatever. It's there solidly in front of the restaurant. It has four walls on it. It has forced air so that it keeps the air constantly pushed out. That way, you know, keeps all the... uh the air fresh inside of there. We got heaters in there. It's beautifully lit and decorated. So, I mean, we've been very, very fortunate that the city of Issaquah closed down our little street in front of the restaurant. We got this tenant. What is it, Rick? It's about 15 by 30, give or take. Yeah, well, it's 15 by 40, Tony. 15 by 40. 15 by 40. So, yeah. so this has been really great for us, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's been wonderful. And, um, you know, Tony, when we first started this, we used my tents and your tents from yeah. our house. Well, it's summertime, which, then we could get away with it. Right, which I owe you a tent because it blew away. And, yeah, and, you know. <laughs> but now it's great. We have uh, eight tables out there, Tony. Um, we can do six tops and two tops. Uh, the tent's big enough so everyone's socially distanced. And like you said, with the force air, there's air movement and flow. Um, we've got music out there. We can talk about the, the future of our music and bringing you back into the environment as well. But, uh, you know, we've had great feedback, and it, you know, like you said, the city of Issaquah supporting the fact that um, we needed to uh, move our environment from inside the restaurant to outside has been right. a, a great success. And I think that we should just mention, too, that a big thank you should go to the city of Issaquah, because, you know, um, I deal with a lot of municipalities and the different mm-hmm. work I do, and they've really gone out of their way to support the business community, especially to support Monalchitos and, you know, and closing that street down. And, and I understand now they're even going to keep that street completely closed down in the future. It's going to be kind of like a little walk area. They're going to put cobblestones in there and stuff. So moving forward, we may even do some little events out there. I know you and I have talked about having maybe a mini Italian festival, maybe in the summertime. So it should be a lot of fun having that as almost a little community area, you know? Yeah going to be wonderful and like i said like you said they they've got a whole proposal of taking the street and cobblestoning it and putting lights and and seating areas so that'll be a wonderful um uh outdoor experience that you and i can capitalize on and like i said i think that the idea that you and i talked about the other day about that italian festival is oh, just yeah, going to be yeah. a blast to do out there It'd be a blast okay so now of course uh we're moving forward here you know, we got Valentine's Day coming up here in a couple of weeks, which is why I wanted you on the show now, because I figured that way, you know, we're, we're, I know we're filling up all of our reservations very quickly for both the tent, for the restaurant that's now reopened, and of course for all the deliveries. So we figure get this out there so that people, if they want to be a part of this, can get their reservations in as soon as possible, because the closer we get to that weekend, of course, the less availability there's going to be. But now we're able to open up the restaurant by by at least 25% now, so we'll have the full amount that we can put in the tent, plus we can put probably another three or four tables in the restaurant. Right. And, of, and then, of course, they've lifted the entertainment restrictions. So starting this coming weekend, as of essentially February 1st, I'm going to be back in the restaurant on weekends, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, doing music for both yeah. the people in the restaurant and in the tent. Yeah, you know, I'm super excited, Tony, to 
have you back in the restaurant, have your partnership back in the restaurant. Not only am I excited, but uh, the customers are excited as well. So, um, you know, starting this weekend, La Stella, back. There we go. And we'll start at least on the weekends. We might add more. We'll see how it goes. Uh, You know, one of the things that uh, we will still be doing is the singing delivery. So, you know, we will kind of rotate that through and we'll we'll kind of evolve the system as we move forward, uh, figure out we give enough music to the people in the restroom and also do the deliveries. Uh, One thing that we should mention about Valentine's weekend that is coming up, of course, that's going to be, you know, the 14th is on a Sunday this year. So essentially, we're looking at really filling up the restaurant and all of our delivery slots from about Thursday the 11th through February the 14th. In fact, we're already getting pretty filled up, as I can see here, for both reservations for the restaurant and our delivery reservations on the 14th. So we really encourage people to, you know, to call as soon as possible if you want either of those services. And of course, being it's, you know, the Valentine's falls on a weekend, uh, we're also looking at doing a whole Valentine's thing, extending it for the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the whole thing and really making it extra special, you know? Yeah. You know, Tony, uh, for those that haven't been to Montecino's, it's a small restaurant, right? And you know, the kitchen is small. I've got five burners. So, um, I just want people to really, um, sort of think ahead, plan ahead. So you don't wait until the last moment. And, and it's very possible you won't be able to either get in or get a delivery yeah, if you yeah, wait. Exactly. So I know that sort of sounds folks, like a, we, this restaurant was rated and numerous times as one of the, the most romantic restaurants in America. So, you know, great place for Valentine's Day. Yeah, indeed, indeed. All right, so folks, let's uh, let's end this interview here by talking about how you can get your reservations. So tell people, uh, Rick, how they can someone can call and either get to get a reservation to come and dine at the restaurant or get a, a food delivered to their door. Yeah. So um, if you are so open table for the restaurant is a great uh, venue for uh, scheduling the restaurant dates. Or you could call the restaurant at 425-270-3677 and make reservations directly with me and my team. Um, I always recommend open table because we're only at the restaurant for dinner hours and, you know, we get busy with service and sometimes uh, uh, aren't uh, so great at answering the phone, quite frankly. But open table is a great venue or just call us at the restaurant. We'll make that reservation for you. And give them the restaurant's direct number again. 425 270 3677. All right, folks, there you have it. Rick Reagan from Montalcino's. Tony Listella here going to be back singing there starting February 1st on weekends. Of course, big Valentine's Day uh, events coming up, so make sure you get your reservations in right away. We're going to be right back. Hey, Rick, yeah, stick around, because we're going to do a Tito's giveaway after this commercial break, and I'm going to have you help me with this, okay? Fantastic, Tony. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers! 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. 
Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. All right, Tony Lestella here with my good friend Rick Reagan from Matocino Italiano Ristorante in um, Isla, Washington, uh, where we do great gourmet Italian food, and I sing there from time to time. And we both, we both love Tito's Vodka, right? Uh, I know you serve it at the restaurant, right? Absolutely. It's our only vodka we do serve at the restaurant. We are exclusively Tito's. All right. And it's the only vodka that I use for all my events and parties, too, and they're a great sponsor of the show. So Tito's is graciously entered into a uh, – they're helping us out. We're going to do a Valentine's contest, and we're going to give away three Tito's winter gift bags. Um, they have great surprises in them for our contest here, okay? So the, the contents of these bags include – there's uh, Tito's winter scarf, winter hat. There's a set of Tito's mugs. There's signature cup hold holders, uh, hanging emblems. There's a Tito's fanny pack, a hand sanitizer, all kinds of stuff. They're great, great gift bags here. And what it is is uh, you got to go online to our Facebook page. We're going to be posting there a thing for the contest asking you what is the name of the Tito's you know, Italian Valentine cocktail that we're doing here on the Italian radio show, okay? And uh, when you're, all the people who get this right, you go to our, our, our Facebook page, you'll see the question posted there. Answer the question. We're going to take all the winners who get the question right. We're going to put them in a big drawing, so all the correct answers are going to go in the drawing, and on February 14th, we're going to pick three winners. We're going to announce them on our February 15th show. No matter where you are in the country, you can participate. We'll send the gift to you if you don't live here in the immediate area, okay? So, uh, the name of the cocktail, the name of the cocktail that we are presenting is Tito's Italian Love Potion Number 9. Tito's Italian Love Potion Number 9. You know, for for two lovers on your 2021 Valentine's Day. What do you think about that one, huh? Pretty oh, good, I love huh? It. Yeah, love it. Love it. Now, let's talk about how we make this cocktail, okay? Because we could do this at the restaurant, too. All right. First of all, your ingredients. You need a third of a cup of uh, vodka of Tito's. Remember, this is for, we're making this for two because it's for lovers. So a third of a cup of Tito's vodka. A fourth cup of either peach snops or peach liqueur. Then you use one cup of either Italian blood red orange soda, or you can use, if you don't want the, 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 the bubbles, you can just use a cup of Italian red orange juice. Okay. But you gotta use the Italian blood red because it is a certain special flavor. A little bit of sugar, uh, Mar, Mar, Marciano cherries and luster dust. Okay. Now here's how we do, do this. First of all, you take your two cocktail glasses. Get a rim with a little bit of sugar. Get yourself a shaker, 
add your ice to your shaker, put all the ingredients in there, your vodka, your peach schnapps, your Italian blood orange soda, all your liquid ingredients, and you got to shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it very heartily. Pour the mixture into the two cocktail glasses. You garnish them with Marciano cherries, and then you sprinkle a little bit of the luster dust on top to make the drinks shine. There you go. What do you think about that cocktail? Oh, I think it's fantastic. I think the only thing I would change is I might make it a full cup of uh, Tito's vodka instead of the two-thirds cup, but that's just you and I. That's true. That's true. That, that would definitely put the Listella edge onto it, wouldn't it? Your Tito's Italian Love Potion Number 9, that's the name of our 2021 Valentine's Day cocktail, uh, brought to you by West Coast Italian Radio and Tito's Vodka. Make sure you go to our Facebook page. Find the question there for the contest, asking you the name of the cocktail. Put in the correct name, um, and then on February 14th, you have between now and February 14th, we're going to take all the correct answers. We're going to pull three winners out that are going to win the Tito's special winner gift bags. No matter where you are in the country, don't worry. We'll send them to you, get them to you. And a big thank you to Tito's Vodka for sponsoring this contest here. And thanks to my friend, uh, from Matocino Ristorante Italiano, Rick Reagan, for being a part of the show. Well, uh, March, that pretty much wraps up our show for today. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, you know, crazy Italians, uh, plus a little bit of a pre-Valentine thing with our contest with the stuff about Matocino's. Right. Um, we should mention that um, next week's show, we're going to do a whole show since it's, you know, going to be our, our show of Valentine's week. We're going to do a whole show on the, those passionate Italian lovers. I mean, come on, you know, ever since like Rudolph Valentino from the, you know, beginning of the, uh, of the 1900s, even before then you had what, uh, Don Giovanni, you had all these Italian lovers, right? So we're going right. to talk about stories about Italian lovers and we're going to have some really great, passionate, but also very goofy stories to talk about there, you know? Right. That's true. It's always fun. I can wait. And then we can talk even how to, maybe how to, you know, what you do for a special Italian lady if you have a... Um, That's a, a good idea. So special, why not? Like, Give I, some I, advice. You know, we'll talk about what they do in Italy for Valentine's Day. It's a very why good not? idea, yes. you know. And, mm-hmm. of course, don't, rem- don't forget uh, also that uh, we're going to be coming up in the first part of March. I think our first show in March is going to be our sixth year anniversary of West right. Coast Italian Radio. So at that show, uh, uh, that day, we're also going to launch our After Hours podcast, Italian Radio Show After Hours. We've been talking about this for months, and it's been delayed, of course, by the uh, the COVID and the coronavirus, but this time we're really going to do it. Radio Italiana Luce Rosse, the Red Light Italian Radio Show, be a 20-minute televised podcast available only online because we are going to be very... Um, very blunt about our opinions on all the subjects we cover on the show. Tell you what we really feel with all the FCC breathing down our throats. On right. that note, folks, we want to thank you very much for listening to today's show, and we'll talk with you next week. This is Tony Lestella saying God bless you all, and thanks for listening. Ciao a tutti.